You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, welcome to Bible Plus Podcast. Today, we will dive a bit into John 18. To begin, in coming to John 18, we need to include chapter 19. In these two chapters, we see that John wrote about the Lord's betrayal, judgment, crucifixion, and burial. In reading the previous Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we see that the main purpose of the Lord's death was to redeem us. However, in the Gospel of John, we see that the Lord Jesus, as the expression of God and as our life, he died on the cross for the purpose of releasing himself to us as life. His death on the cross was for the purpose of imparting his divine life into us. In coming to John 18 at, through 21, we see that God as life has undergone a process that is, it has gone through some steps that it might be multiplied. Uh, this matter of multiplica- multiplication is clearly seen in John 12, 24, It says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless the grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. So Christ, as the one grain, has been multiplied into many grains. As the one unique grain, that is the only begotten Son, he had to die in order that through his resurrection he might or he may be multiplied into many sons. So eventually we come to chapter 21, and we will see that the unique only begotten son had to produce many brothers in his resurrection, and that these many brothers are his multiplication. So a question, how could the Lord have this multiplication? Well, the only way is by passing through the process, or you may say steps, of death and resurrection. So, in coming to John 18, uh, we need to pay attention to uh, these few first verses, verses 1 through 11. Here we see that the Lord delivered himself in a kind of voluntary boldness, to go through the steps of death and resurrection. In John 10, 11, and 15, uh, that is John chapter 10, verses 11 and 15, the Lord told his disciples that he would purposely give up his life for us. As the Lord of life, he is not uh, only life, but he also has authority to die, and he has the authority to be resurrected. So it was of his own accord that he went into death and came out of it. Um, Although the Lord was not forced or compelled to die, he was willing to die because, as the Lord said in John 10.10b, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. What this reveals is that he had to impart himself to us as life. He knew that it was only through death 
that he could release himself into us as life. In fact, he had already said that he was the one grain of wheat that was to fall into the ground and die. If a grain of wheat is unwilling to die, how can it release its life to bring forth many grains? In John 18 and 19, we see clearly that the Lord Jesus was very willing to die. So here at the beginning of John 18, we see at least five proofs uh, that the Lord Jesus was voluntarily bowed to die in order to release his life into his believers through his resurrection. The first proof is in his going to the garden. The Lord's willingness to die was that he went to the garden. In John 18, 1, it says, When Jesus had said these things, he went forth with his disciples across the brook Kedron, where there was a garden, into which he entered as well as his disciples. Here we see that the Lord Jesus purposely went to a place where he could be captured. In his long message recorded in John 14 through 16, uh, he spoke clearly of the steps that he needed to take to impart his life into his believers. Then in chapter 17, he prayed for this, these steps, or you may say this process. After he prayed, he went to the garden. According to Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the Lord went to the garden to pray. These three Gospels reveal that the Lord was the sin bearer who was under the burden of bearing our sins. So he had to go to the Father and pray. But there is no such record in the Gospel of John. John's record shows us that when he went to the garden, he went there uh, not, not only to pray, but to present himself to the process. He went there to be captured, to be arrested, to be presented to death. This means that he voluntarily delivered himself. The Lord did not hide, but willingly offered himself to be processed, delivering himself to the people who were to put him to death. The second proof is that, uh, is that of being betrayed by the false disciple. According to John 13, verse 11 and verses 21 through 27, the Lord knew that Judas would betray him. He did not avoid it. So this also proves that he voluntarily delivered himself to go um, through the steps of death and resurrection. Uh, we know that Satan utilized the false disciple of the Lord to put him to death, not knowing that by doing this, he afforded the Lord the opportunity to be processed. According to John 13, verses 31 and 32, the Lord took this as an opportunity to be glorified, that is to be multiplied through death and resurrection. A third proof, we see that Jesus, as the I am, was willing to be arrested. Here, here's another indication of the Lord's willingness to die, was that the people did not discover him, but that he came to them. Judas, the false disciple, uh, he came with two kinds of people, the political and the religious. The soldiers were the political ones and the servants from the chief priest and the Pharisees were the religious ones. So the religious, uh, you can call them circled, 
uh, work with the political circle to put the Lord of life to death. So in a sense, these circles did not find the Lord. Rather, the Lord came to them. The Lord, the, you can say that the soldiers did not come to the Lord and capture him while he was praying. No, Jesus went forth to meet them and said, whom are you seeking? They answered in, uh, in John 18, 5, uh, Jesus, the Nazarene. Then the Lord said to them, I am. When they heard this word, they drew back and fell to the ground in verse 6. So they were frightened at this word as uh, the word of I am, which is the meaning of the name of Jehovah. So this indicates that the one they came to arrest was actually Jehovah God. The Lord did not take this opportunity to flee, but asked him a second time, whom are you seeking? So it was not they who arrested the Lord. It was rather the Lord who handed himself over to them. We know that the name of Jehovah means I am that I am. So the Lord Jesus as the great I am, he is the great I am and he is as the I am, he is Jehovah. In uh, John 8, 24, the Lord told his, uh, told the Jewish people, unless you believe that I am, you shall die in your sins. In other words, if they did not believe that Jesus was Jehovah, the very God, they would die in their sins. The people, the, the Jewish people heard this and when they heard it again, they fell to the ground with fright. You can say they were frightened about this word. So the Lord approached him a second time asking, whom are you seeking? So he was not, uh, he was not captured from these instances. We can see that he delivered himself to them, proving his willingness to die. If he had been unwilling to die, uh, no one could have captured him, for he could have frightened everyone and caused them to fall to the ground. All he, all he had to do was speak one word and his captors would have been dead. How could they have seized him if, if he were unwilling to be captured? So again, this proves that the purpose of John's gospel is to show that the Lord is the Lord of life and that he was willing to die in order to release himself as life. A fourth uh, indication that the Lord voluntarily gave himself to die was in taking care of the disciples in an easy manner. Uh, here we see that the Lord handed himself over to the people, but before doing this, he took good care of his disciples in a very uh, easy manner. In in John 18, 8, Jesus said, I told you that I am. If therefore you are seeking me, let these go away. So here we see that this was the fulfillment of the Lord's word in John 17, 10, uh, 12, where he said, of those whom you have given me, I have not lost one. Here we see that under the suffering of the betrayal of his false disciple and the arrest of the soldiers, the Lord still took good care of his disciples. This reveals his easy manner in passing through the process of death. He was not at all frightened by the environment of death. The fifth indication that he voluntarily gave himself to die is in John 18 verses 10, 10 and 11. Here we see the Lord's willingness to die was also proved by the incident of Peter's cutting off the right ear of Malchus, the slave of the high priest. Uh, Peter did not know the purpose of the Lord, so the Lord Jesus said to him, put the sword into the sheath. 
The cup which the Father has given me, shall I not drink it? The Lord willingly took the cup from the Father. He was forced to take it. Therefore, the Lord uh, was not forced to die. He rather willingly delivered himself to death so that he could release his life to bring forth much fruit. In 1810 and 11, we see that the Lord did not offer any resistance to his arrest, but rather by delivering himself up to death, the Lord proved that he was alive. Without death, how could he have proved that he was alive? When the Lord became a man, he firstly proved that he was God. So from John 1, chapters 1 through 17, the Lord was among men, proving that he was God. But now in chapter 18 and 19, he was going into death to prove that he is alive. How can we know that the Lord is alive? It is by his going into death and not being subdued by it. The Lord was not frightened, troubled, controlled, or governed by death. As we read these two chapters, we discover that when the Lord went into death, he conquered it and subdued it. So the Lord's life was a life that could subdue and conquer death. He went into death by crucifixion and came out of it by resurrection. Hallelujah. What better proof can there be than, than, than this, that he is the life that death cannot influence, subdue, or conquer? Rather, he conquered death because he is the resurrection life. So again, John 18 and 19 show how strong and powerful, powerful the Lord was when he went into death. When death was threatening him, he was strong, he was powerful, and not subdued by its influence. He could go into death and come out of it without being hurt by it or held by it. Wow, what a proof that he is life. So to end, it's just uh, very important just to consider that in this chapter 18, the Lord uh, was processed in order to be multiplied. We see that in John 18, the Lord was voluntarily bowed to die in order to release his life into his believers. May the Lord impress us as we read this chapter. Grace to you. Thank you.